When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, 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 my fine feathered friends. Welcome to She Podcast episode 302. I am Jessica Kupferman and with me is always my perky host, Elsie Escobar. Hashtag podtastic, podcaster. And our very intelligent, if not genius producer, John Jamink. Yeah. <laughs> that face, you... You uh, you blew my bluff there, John. That face. You made a face like, who, me? Who, me? I know. You know, Carrie asks, why are we feathered? Meaning our fine feathered friends. Carrie, what is, how old are you? What does that even mean, though? Honestly. You don't know what it means? No. Like birds? Okay. Our happy it's birdies? From, it's from, okay, it's from Bugs Bunny. And Daffy Duck used to say, hello, my fine feathered friends. Oh, it was so a it's Daffy just Duck from, thing. Is that it? Is that like yeah. the thing? That's it. Hello, my fine feather. She, he always would call a whole group of people. If he would show up and go, hello, my fine feathered friend. <laughs> well, okay. So that's why I do it. All right. No, I mean, not that you do it, but that's why people do it. There's a couple of Bugs not- Bunny-isms I do. The other one I do is if someone does something stupid in my house, I go, what a maroon. That's from Bugs Bunny. He used to say moron like that. Maroon. What a maroon. What a maroon. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Instead of moron, he would say maroon. What a maroon. I was always very like stressed out. Every time I watched Bugs Bunny, it stressed me out and I did not enjoy it. I was like, why is this happening? Really? Yeah. I was just like, why are they hitting each other? There's oh, all of this thing. You're talking and then, about like, Roadrunner. I do not like Roadrunner. Them? No. No, that's Roadrunner. That's Bugs Roadrunner. Bunny too. Bugs Bunny. Bugs did Bunny it too. too. Like they would hit the wall really hard. Bugs always outsmarted like, them though. No, but what I'm saying is like the other people were being hurt and I could not get over it. I was like, oh, but that's not cool. That's just like, oh, when I was, I remember going, I don't really. I remember thinking it serves you right for trying to eat a rabbit. So I was, I felt it was all the hurt was justified and I never thought of it that way. I did not like Roadrunner for the same reason. I did not enjoy Tom and Jerry or Scooby-Doo. Which is, it's the same show every time. And I can't Why Scooby-Doo? Scooby-Doo is not those other ones. That shit is the same every time. Scooby-Doo is not Tom and Jerry. Scooby-Doo is not the correct. But it is repetitive. And as a result, I couldn't stand Um, it. Hello, welcome to like, you know, evening TV. Like all of the SUV shows, all of the, you know, procedurals are exactly the same show. I don't watch those either, dude. I like those. (laughs) <laughs> I can't stand a show that's exactly the same. So are the sitcoms. Same thing with the sitcoms. No, they're different. Yes, I no. Disagree. It's always a posse of people. They're all like different and then they all get together and something happens. Yeah. It's the same. That's true. It's the same. Anyway. I guess Elmer. if there's enough characters, it can remain interesting. I don't know. Yeah. You're right about sitcoms. I think you've got me there. They're all, it's just that that's what you like, I guess. But no, I mean, Scooby-Doo, I did enjoy Scooby-Doo from the get-go. I I love Scooby-Doo. 
I loved Scooby-Doo so much. I wanted to be Scooby. But try and remember also that I'm not a horror show type. Like, like he also was really into vampires and werewolves and all and like scary monsters and stuff. Like, I give zero fucks about that. The stuff that's scary to me. What scares me is stuff that can actually happen in real life. Therefore, Scooby-Doo had no place in my mind because it was just all preposterous as far as I was concerned. So now we know we know where Elsie's true crime origin origin. obsession from Scooby-Doo. Sure. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I'd like to take a poll. If you liked Scooby-Doo as a kid, are you into true crime now? And (gasps) and, the law and order SUV. We need to put that out somewhere. I need to know. We yep. need to know oh, so that. You know what? We have to tell Dod to p- have that be one of the questions for us. Po- Everybody, write that down. Remind us because I will forget. Like okay. in a couple of minutes, yeah. I will forget. But I, I need to know. Like- Did Scooby Doo fuel your true crime obsession? Yeah. And if you didn't watch Scooby Doo, do you give a fuck about true crime? Because I do not. Yeah. That's I care like, nothing about her. that. Literally, would be the way to start to cultivate audiences into podcasting from a young age. But actually, if you think about it, the shows I did watch were sitcom. Like I liked the Flintstones, I liked the Jetsons, I liked—I mean, when I was younger, the Care Bears, the Snorks, the Munchie Cheese, and the Smurfs. Oh, the Munchie Cheese and the Smurfs were my and favorite. all of that are sitcom. and the Littles. Yeah, you're right, because they're little. But all of those are sitcom fodder. It's like a family that things happen to. Yeah. Just like you said. Nobody dies or gets murdered. Yeah, but the Smurfs were great. The Smurfs were my favorite. I had to collect the Smurfs. They were like, they made my my happy weekend. And the Littles. And in El Salvador, I was obsessed with anime-type shows. There was... um, I guess they, you know, I don't think that they made it over here. There was one called Candy, like the the girl, it was called Candy, and she had this blonde, poofy hair, and then there was another one called Choppy. Choppy was a, a little witch, and any, I was Sounds obsessed cute. with that. And Heidi, like Heidi was also, the anime version was, that was my heart. It was this little girl, obviously, you know the story of Heidi in the Alps, right? Of course. Yes. And so, but the one that I used to watch when I was little was she was so cute and she had this like dark, dark hair, super short, dark hair, big eyes, just the anime kind of face, you know, that everybody like really loves. She's the one that used to live up with her grandpa in the mountains. And then when I came here to the U.S., there had all this, uh, these, these white girls that were like with the blonde hair and the braids. And I'm like, that's not Heidi. <laughs> yeah, that's Heidi. She's Swedish. Yeah. So Heidi was I, Swedish. I missed the whole Swedish part. I thought she was just, I didn't know where yeah. she was from. I just. Yeah, she's Swedish. Just, she had the goats. <gasps> I think for a little while there, there was strawberry shortcake. I really liked strawberry shortcake because her and all her friends smelled like candy. That's probably what fueled my candy problem is strawberry shortcake. Strawberry shortcake, really? Not the show. But the dolls smelled like candy, and each right. one smelled like a different flavored candy. And I mean, I would just walk around with their head in my in my nose all day. I also was a kid. Like, if you had, um, did you ever have smelly markers? I did. My mom said my nose was like purple for weeks at a time because I was you smelling would stick that them marker. Up in your nose, not in, but like you know, I would color my nose. She was <laughs> addicted to grape. The grape marker. I had a a grape snuffing problem, I guess. Oh, my gosh. Those were so amazing. I forgot about those. Do the kids nowadays have those colorful, smelly markers? But they they, kind of don't smell as good as they did for us 
and they probably were full, so much more full of chemicals. And that's why they smelled delicious. We were like, what? Lena says Heidi is not Swedish. She's German or Norwegian because she has no clue what we're talking about. Okay. All right. I guess it's, I thought she was Swedish. She was wearing later hosen, I thought. <laughs> I don't not. know where she's from. All I know is that I love that TV show. And yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Okay. Moving. All right. Um, <laughs> that was a fun little foray into cartoons. Um, yes. Wasn't it? It was for it. It was amazing. And I know that we have a lovely chat, as you can see, as most of you have been hearing, for those of you who are subscribed to the show and are listening to this when it comes out on your podcast feed and you're subscribed, just to remind you that we go live on Twitter, on YouTube, and on Facebook every Monday at 1 p.m. So if you want to watch us record the show with all the bloopers and all the things that um, John takes out, because he... He does because he take, thinks we're because he does stupid. a lot. No. It's usually around five minutes per show. Usually, right, John? Something around the, that line. Oh, Rosen um, is German. I'm an idiot. Anyway, yes. And if you want updates on when we go live, yes. text hello to three zero two two four zero three four two five. That's three zero two two four zero three four two five. Or you can go to my.community.com forward slash she podcast right now, put in your phone number and you will get all the number texts when we have any updates to give you. And that's for the show. It's also for um, the event and stuff that's going on um, that's coming up because we just relaunched the she podcast live event and the tickets are back on sale. They're on sale now for Arizona. Yay. You can go to ShePodcasts.com forward slash live to check out all the details and register if you would like. Da, la, la, la. 302-240-3425. Maybe if you remember it this way, you'll be able to text it when you get off the phone. We know, I know. Is Jen Ede still in the house? Is she still there? Jen, I am asking you to write us a jingle. Write What's us a jingle. What I just did? Well, that was a jingle. Let her write a jingle for us. Okay, fine. 302-240-3425. 302-240-3425. <laughs> that sounds like something I have already heard. Not to say 302 that. 302 Now I'm going to build it in your head where you can't get it out. Yeah, I'm going to be like, 3425. That? Yeah, that's like, oh my God. There was a flooring place that used to do that. 1-800. Now you're going to mess it all up, John. As I Let's do. not remember like a different jingle. Let's just remember the one jingle. Well, thank God I can't remember the numbers. So. Okay. <laughs> there was a all jingle right. when I was a kid for Karate Studio, June Yi. June Yi, Soon Yi. Call USA 1000. June re means might for right. And then the kid would go, nobody <laughs> bothers me. And then another kid would go, nobody bothers me either. And they would bite. And then they would do a punch. If you are listening, oh, 1-800-CASH-NOW. Yeah, that's a good one, too. If you guys are from the D.C. area, you know who might remember? Debbie DeChambeau. If you grew up in Frederick and you remember June Ree, I think it's June Ree, June Yee. Can you please tell me that I'm not? I know people remember it, but I don't I think, think Carrie said she remembers that. She remembers that. Yeah. Oh, you do? Oh, cool. So it was in Delaware a little bit. Okay, cool. That's cool. Anyway, all right. Um, so we have a lot to get to. So I guess we, we will do. start with. Oh my gosh! But let me just give you. A, this is a, a an Elsie update of the things that we're doing here. But for the past yeah, yeah. like week or so, we've been prepping for our Podfest Minicon, and yeah. it is really. It's been really great to. Because, 
to be able to gather people around and to and to come and and to be able to start the process of getting conversations out there that I just really love to have. And so we have a mini con for Podfest. It's on Mar- March first. I believe it's going to be going from one thirty to five thirty, and there's going to be three separate panels that we have going on for that. And we are going to have uh, one roundtable titled, What Do Podcasting Communities Need? A roundtable commu- of community leaders and advocates. Then we have another one called Podcasting Generations, a conversation. And I am super excited about that one um, because we have a 16-year-old on the panel all the way up to a 70-year-old and everything in between. I mean, not everything. Not everything. We don't have like, you know, numbers. seven people in there for every generation. But it is a vast range of ages, and I'm just so excited about that. And then we're going to have the She Podcast State of Podcasting panel, where we're um, I'm still gathering the, the folks that are going to be speaking for that, but we do have some an, an incredible lineup already. And if they say yes, I'm going to be so excited because it's just, I don't know. I'm I'm just thrilled. I'm thrilled to be able to have, and some of you in the chat are going to be part of it. Yay! So excited. So, <laughs> but you all need to come and show up and support us and be able to, I think part of it is that I wanted to highlight women's voices, but not call it out and not say like, hey, look, women. Hey, look, women are smart. Hey, women are can speak. Why? Hey, look, women. Yeah. Hey, look, women. <laughs> That's the name. That should be the name of the mini con. That's right. Hey, look. Hey, look. Women. Women. <laughs> Can we rename our na- our event to be that? Hey, look. Women. You might not get the audience that you think you want, though. I know. You're right. That's a good point. We probably <laughs> oh, my wouldn't. gosh. That is so funny. But, yeah, it's like, yeah. Hey, look. 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 Woman. Hello. Women. There they are. We can tell by the boobs. We can tell by the boobs. (laughs) I bet. Oh, my God. (laughs) But, all right. Let's. So, for those of you who want a ticket, Jessica, take it away from here because I I had a thing there and I don't see where you put the stuff. It's at the bottom, I guess. So, tickets for PodFest go like this. If you go to ShePodcast.com, forward slash podfest global and use the code she podcast you will get a free access ticket at the basic price and then there's i think if you want the recordings and some other levels you can get 50 dollars off those other tickets so just use the code she podcast for any ticket you want to either get the initial ticket for free or to get 50 dollars off the other levels that's again shepodcast.com forward slash podfest global and our minicon is going to be super cool. So at the very least, you don't want to miss that for free. You get it for free. Yeah. For I love it. And then you can tell your friends, hey, look, women. <laughs> so- hey, look. <laughs> That's what it's called. Oh my just God. if you refer to it, just call it that. Hey, look, women. <laughs> <laughs> so funny to me for some reason. Oh, my God. All right. But also, you know what? Uh, we I have been uh, reminded by Vanessa from Amazon Music, which we I have um, gone back and forth with, and she might well might as well. Anyway, she she's uh, uh, works for Amazon Music, and she just wanted to give us a, a little reminder to remind you all, all of you who are listening to us, that you can have your show on Amazon Music, and you can actually put your show 
on Amazon Music fairly easily. There's going to be a link in the show notes. Um, I will link to the one that is from the Libsyn interface, but this is not a Libsyn exclusive. This can be for your podcast. So if your podcast is not on Amazon Music, you need to get on it. And I guarantee that at some point, um, you can do a little, and you know what? I'm going to do that for you. I'm also going to do a little bit of a Google search for you to see how you can put your show on Amazon Music. If you are not on Libsyn, if you're on Libsyn, it's, uh, I'll, there's going to be a link as well. But they do a really, really great job. Mind you, that's going to be one of the top search places for your show to be found. And it's going to, I mean, if you start to think about it, you can, you can actually find that show on Amazon.com, which is, pretty fantastic. And it's Amazon Music and Audible. So those are other places for folks that are listening to things, music, audiobooks, obviously. And one thing that I really like about both Audible and Amazon Music, and I know this is this is totally vain, but they support podcast episode artwork. And Aww. that is, that is nice. not something that a lot of them do. You know, there's a lot of them that look not so good, but ours looks great <laughs> because we have episode artwork. And in those platforms, it just makes such a huge difference. I can't even tell you. If you go to our show and those things and you look at all the all the episodes, it looks fantastic. Like I'm like, ooh, I would listen to that just because of the title. Right. <laughs> so. Of course you would. Why wouldn't you? Thank you. Oh, yes. I see Positively Suzanne. She's on Amazon Music. Yeah. And we love it. Already. Yeah, it's been good, right? We're on Amazon Music, right? Of course we are, dude. We're always in the first thing. Of course we are. Because we're like, a, we're like guinea pigs for every single platform that, that yeah. listen ads are like, here, let's throw She Podcast in the mix. Okay. Let's see if we can destroy She Podcast. There you go. Put it on everything. Just see what happens. It's, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. So shall we move on to some news? <laughs> yes, please. Let's. The news you can use for the informed podcaster. Podcasting news. All right, y'all. So we've been testing another little platform that we are considering using for our Q&As. So have you done a test yet by any chance, Jess? Or just me? For? Run the world, run the world. Yeah, no, I have not done a live test, but I have I have tested it, like, right. in the sense that I, yeah, I was that on there with you. gone in there. No, and... I, I didn't run one, but I, I did start a meeting and, like, like, I know what kind of stuff it does in the back end, but not exactly. Okay. So anyway, we're testing a new platform called Run the World, and I've done one live thing. I just wanted to kind of manage to see like what it was like for end users and whatnot. And so I did a little mini live sort of impromptu event where I talked about what I'm going to talk about now. So those of you who did attend, mind you, we had like 60-something people sign up, and I think we had anywhere from 20 to 30 people show up live. So it was really cool. And it was, I mean, it, it was nice to be able to chat with folks in there and test it all out. That said, though, one of the reasons that I put it out there is because there has been a new beta, mind you, beta released for iOS. So that means that, you know, you, that's the software that that tends to be, it's like the Apple releases this type of software before it actually releases it out to everybody. And mm -hmm. only those little nerdy folks that really love to test things out and to possibly brick their phone... <laughs> 
get access to this and you have to apply to be a beta tester and all the stuff. And, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of you who are beta testers for other software out there. But there has been a new uh, release for iOS 14.5. And again, it is not live. And I believe it's going to start to be live somewhere in March. We do not know yet, though. And there are some updates, but the main, the biggest updates are for, or at least some stuff that we've noticed for the app for Apple Podcast is that there is one kind of big change in one of them is that subscribe is no longer there. So the subscribe language in the button that you press when you open the app is not there. Who, who can guess what it says now? Uh, hold on. I I feel like I should get this. Follow. (laughs) Yes, I feel like I should get this because it's in the show notes. Oh my god! Right, but I was trying to use my um my photographic memory to see if I could pick it up. (laughs) Yeah, I did though. I did it. I did it. I did it. You did it. You did it. So there are some changes, and it is. I think that that's one of the biggest ones that it doesn't. It no longer says subscribe. It is, it says follow. And also the way that you follow a show is a little tiny plus sign all the way to the top right. It's really small. And the actual big button underneath the uh, sort of artwork says Mm -hmm. play, I think. Something like that. It's like it doesn't. Telling me. No, no. I think that that's what it says. I have I have like the the artwork stuff in front of me. So part of it is that all of the stuff that I've been saying for so many years, which is tell your people to subscribe to your show in Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. For a lot of folks, they're not really gonna know what to do or what to say for that. Okay. Because it is yeah. I mean, think about it. How are you going to tell your folks? What are you going to tell your folks to do? Follow? <laughs> Follow me? Look at the plus up in the upper left-hand corner. Uh, on the top right, yeah. Top right. I don't know. This is, exactly mean... how, this is exactly how I feel about Eventbrite because they – like when you do a promo code in Eventbrite, yeah. like most people know that you do a promo code in the friggin' – Buy, you know, when you check out, buy the payment. But promo codes are on the top left on the choose your ticket page and no one can ever find it. And Nobody it's so can annoying. ever. I just had to let somebody know that, Miss Eileen. Shout out to you, lovely. It's She's so like, thanks annoying. so much for the coupon code, but I couldn't find the coupon. And I'm like, where right. is the coupon code? And so I finally, it is so annoying. Anyway, do you, can it's I share the my same screen? thing? And, and so you can start to see what these things look like here. So the left-hand side, for those of you who are watching here, has the current OS. And on the right-hand side, it is the iOS 14.5. For those of you who are listening, you don't really need to know anything other here because it's about the same. Both of this, I was doing a search for She Podcast and you can see what uh, a podcast came out. But then when you start to look inside of the subscribe page, if you will, you see that the difference becomes instead of having subscribe in that page, once you click through the podcast, it says latest episode. So that latest episode on your feed is the thing that people are going to listen to right away. Like it doesn't say listen, it doesn't say subscribe, it doesn't say anything, but it has that latest episodes and that's it. That's literally what it is. Then we're going, once you do 
click on that little top right kind of button thing. As of now, it still has a little check mark that says subscribe to it. Then for now, from now on though, it's going to have following so that you're following the show in the same way that you follow shows on Spotify, which is what they're doing. So you can even see in the drop down menu after you're following a show that it now also changes the sound language there where it says unsubscribe if you want to unsubscribe or it says unfollow for the latest OS that's coming out. But now looking at the screen here, once you do press play, though, one of them says playing and the other one says pause. I don't know why they changed that. So like in our regular thing right now, if you're playing a show, it says playing in the iOS beta that's coming out, out possibly, it says pause. Okay. Anyway, that's it. That's that's all I have for y'all. Oh, that was so right. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was so mind-blowing. Oh, I'm such. Oh, my God. But now, so here's the thing, though. This is where people start to, you know, start the speculations because now subscribe has gone away. What could that mean for all the rumors that you are going to be able to handle payments inside of Apple Podcast and that they're doing that kind of stuff happening? What do you think, Jess? I don't know. I'm I'm dreading when they start subscription in Apple Podcasts. I mean, I honestly I can't even speculate because I'm so horrified by it that the <laughs> that the idea of it makes me stick to my stomach. I just want to make sure that like I don't know. I mean, are we going to lose listeners? Who's going to get that money? Like, it doesn't not going to matter who like what show you subscribe to. Is Apple just going to keep all the money? Do we have to pay to be on the on the in the directory, that's going to suck. They could totally do that and make oh it killing. Oh my God, they could do that. I never even thought about Even if it was $2 a month, they would be Bezos rich, right? So yeah. I'm just worried about, I just, you know, and then why would any listener, there's so much content out there. Like, why would you pay to be in front of 900,000, 700,000 of which are pod faded or useless? Like, uh, it's just a disaster. I know John is going to piss himself if he doesn't speak. Here, here we go. So let's allow it. Every Listen, podcasters, every time a corporation gets a new idea, we better start figuring out how to unscrew ourselves once they make that idea a reality. Again, podcasting is a protocol. It's an RSS feed. If you're not in Apple Podcasts, doesn't mean people can't get it. It just means that you're not, that you're not searchable on Apple Podcasts. Somebody will come up with another directory and uh, we'll be able to use that. And Apple and Spotify and, and, and people that are doing this, we will just leave them. Just the same way when someone raises prices and it's too much. When it's too much, we leave. Yeah. So that's, that's what's going to happen. But we got to be prepared to unscrew ourselves when, they, when this all starts. Let's talk about that. What do you suggest? How? Where? Uh <laughs> Uh, everybody's going to hate right. this, but my big – wait a minute. No, I have an answer. Oh, I you love, have an answer. I love pod.link slash my show name. I give it to them and it comes out and you can subscribe in any podcast – well, not any, but a bunch of them that most people have. And you go right there. There's a player if they want to listen to the show. And then I they like can podlink. I love it. Love, love, love it. And I'm not, I'm not beholden <laughs> to Google or Spotify. You know me. I want to be the boss of my own stuff. I want to be the man in charge. I want you to let us drop. Love, love, love it. Oh, love, 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 um, love it. 
Yeah, yes. I mean that there's there's a lot of folks that are making money right now for wanting to have a link like that. Wasn't there was some somebody was just acquired. Yeah, yes. I think it's uh, it's ten dollars. Pot dot link Who? is ten dollars a year. Ten. It's it's uh, two Who cups of coffee that was just acquired. Wait a minute. Do I know this and, and Elsie doesn't? Hold on, I have what? to take a moment. Hold on, I'm. I'm Wait, what are you talking about? Wait, what did you say? Pod.link pod. was purchased by somebody else. And since I bought Pod.link six months ago, I'm getting five dollars back because Pod.link, now you can get your show for free. Like, in other words. What do you mean you bought it? I Well, so no. in other words, well, I bought you the. You can subscribe. Okay. So you can just. So you go to Pod.link slash, and it's like a bunch of numbers. Or you could go Pod. For $10, Pod.link slash She Podcast. For ten dollars, you say just go to pod.link slash she podcast, and everybody would it would take you right to your pod link. Well, I did that for for my podcast, but I paid the ten dollars. So now I'm getting money back because they were bought by somebody, and now it's free. You can go get your show for free. Really? I like that, but there was another. Well, there was another cool. service. There's so many. There's like plunk, plurk. Mm. plink. <laughs> it's plink. plink. I think it's plink. Oh my god, plink. You know, I'm sorry, dude. I really like this guy, but I always forget the name of his link service. And it's the one that I pay for. Ouch. But there's an, yet another one, John, that was also, that does more. So there's this one, so there's the the pod.link that does that thing, what you're talking about, which is amazing because it has all the links and it's one page and people can just like really quickly subscribe. And then there is this one that this other guy did that has that. And then it gives you the option of being able to provide a specific link for, like, it's the same page kind of thing, but you can have it go in different places. Like, it's kind of like um, the link tree thing on okay. Instagram. Yes. You can create one that's really just for that. And then you can see, you can measure what that is. And you can create links that you can also follow based on your episode links. So it's got like this sort of attribution stuff. So let's say you do a campaign for uh, your latest episode on Instagram or on Twitter to see which place is actually working better for you to get folks to click through. Yeah, pod.link also has links for your social media you can put your social media in there and also like if you had a facebook page instagram twitter you can go in there and, yeah. and do the same thing but i'm not gonna even sit here i'm sorry guy you have a Ooh. i'm talking to everybody the dude that has the name mr plank <laughs> mr plank <laughs> I, it plank. is it is plank it's it's plank i looked yeah. i just oh, i just perfect. did the google search Good. and i didn't see it it is it's plank make smart podcast links it's plank hq.com plink makes smart podcast links so it's the same it's the same as pod dot link okay that said though john the same thing is available for a lot of the podcast hosts out there like buzzsprout does thing uh, this as well in on their podcast pages i think they have like a really lovely optimized page for that where they offer the ways to subscribe on there and then like the podcast pages doesn't podcast pages already do this for you as well so there's like a lot of the new sort of iterations of podcast pages out there both for hosts and services are optimizing for this exactly what you're talking about john and i think it's for a, like a lot of independent podcasters it, you kind of can get away from a website to be honest with you you don't need to you have can. 
Yeah. You can if that's all you're pushing, but mm-hmm. like with 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 Jess and I, it's totally different, right? Because we have a whole to do. So we really do need to have a website for sure. But if she podcast was only the show, I think that we could get away with just having one of these pages and maybe one way to kind of connect with folks. But I don't think that you really need a straight up like website for all this stuff. No, so. not for this specifically. But if you want them to do literally anything else other than listen, you do need one. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Exactly. And that, that I think that that's what it is. It's yeah. like, what is it that you're asking for? Also, Pod News right. does a really great job at doing exactly what you're saying, John. So if you go over to podnews.net, although his little search is like way on the top right and you can barely see it. And then the the results are great. The results in that pod and in that in his directory are fantastic. And one of the reasons that I like to do searches there is because he also not only do you have a podcast landing page with all of the stuff of of the podcast, but it has the website URL. It tells you whether or not it's explicit or not. It also shows you where it's hosted. And then it has, it has a player for the latest episode. And then it has all the links to subscribe. And then it also offers up like all kinds of other information that you would never know from that podcast. Like it pulls as much data as possible for that specific show. And it also shows you, look at this. There's a little sign for our show in there that says, this audio file peaks too high. Portions of this podcast may sound unpleasantly distorted on some devices. How dare Apple he? Apple requests <laughs> negative DBFS. How dare he? This My is set in negative 19 luffs. I don't know what all I'm saying. He, 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 there's a la- so you can see the the loudness levels for us. He, you can see. Um, what on else it. is there that's like interesting? We're charting in South African technology and in Canada and technology. I mean, hey, you see all the really? things. Anyway, so the reason I go to Pod News is because I I'm, I'm constantly looking for podcasts and interested in podcasts for both listening, but also for research purposes and just to get to know more about the show. And I really, this is like one of the best places I go to pod news all the time. I like pod news too. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. So let me do the next. (laughs) Yes. Do it. Article since Elsie's tired of herself. I am tired of myself. And I'm happy to do it. I guess um, we're doing how podcast power through the pandemic. An interesting article done by Chartable. And we have the link for you in the show notes at ShePodcast.com. But basically, people have been asking and want to know about how podcasts have thrived through the pandemic, what kind of growth trends are happening, and then what's in store for this year. So I'm going to try and skim this. Maybe I'll just go to the data. Digiday reported in July over the past two months. So that's uh, August and no, no, it's June and May. Podcast downloads have returned to their pre-COVID levels. Advertisers are more focused than ever on justifiable investments. They've kept the spending up in podcast advertising. Um, the IAB, the Internet Advertising Bureau report on podcast advertising stated, despite the pandemic, ad revenues for podcasts were expected to climb 15% in 2020. Advertisers reported they plan to increase spend through the second half of the year. By contrast, Podcast advertising grew 49% in 2019. So not a big climb last year. That's at least that's what they predicted. But despite the growth outlook, the pandemic did offer an opportunity for new brands and advertisers to try it for the first time. 
According to data from Magellan, over 160 new brands entered the space for the first time every week in 2020, and the trend accelerated wow. through the year. That is a lot of new brands. Wait, what? 160? What? Over 160 new brands entered the market for the first time every week in 2020. So that's 100 times 52 weeks, I'm guessing, if that's what they mean. I don't think that that's, I think that, no. Maybe 160. I believe it. There's a lot of companies out there. Really? A lot. Yes. Okay. Those advertisers were placing ads on more shows. On average, the number of shows an advertiser appeared on increased from 3.6 in January to 6.2 in November. The growth in audio consumption also wasn't limited to podcasting. Audiobooks saw growth last year with 21% year-over-year increase from 2019. And according to TechCrunch, music streaming revenues grew 12% in the first half of 2020 as well. With more people stuck inside seeking novel methods of entertainment, paid subscriptions are up 24% year-over-year, and that's referring to Spotify, Apple Music, etc., at Chartable, they saw growth in every metric they tracked for publishers and advertisers, and they expect 2021 to be an even better year as the world returns to normalcy, although God knows when that's going to happen. Okay. 2020 saw more than 280% increase in the creation of new shows from just over 300,000 new podcasts starting in 2019 to almost 900,000 in 2020. That's almost... This is going to blow your pants off, you guys. Are you ready? That's almost two podcasts started every minute all year. Isn't that insane? That, I know. <laughs> what? Oh, my gosh. I know. <laughs> I know. But is that even possible? Over yeah. nine, there's more. There's way more than 900,000 minutes in a year, isn't there? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you shouldn't. Yeah, don't do the math. I don't want to do the math right now. I'll believe them. I'll believe them. Okay. Many of these new podcasts have just one or two episodes. About 30% have only had one or two episodes. <laughs> They're reflecting tr- creators. I know. There, there we go, right? It's just so typical. Uh, they reflect creators trying out the medium through Anchor and things like that. However, 23% started in 2021 have already published more than 10 episodes. That's this year. Yeah, that's this year. Can you believe that? That's pretty. I mean, yeah, it's only been six weeks. I, I mean, yeah, it hasn't been 10 weeks. That adds up to more than 200,000 new shows with real staying powder. There's no denying that sheer volume of new shows reflects an ever-increasing interest in the medium from creators, exactly. not from the audience. Right. This is a very important point to point out. Yes. Um, another very important trend. New creators aren't just limited to the U.S. Under half, a little under half of the 900,000 were in languages other than English. There were twice as many new English language shows started in 2020 compared to the previous year. But many languages saw much more growth. 14 times more Hindi seven times more Chinese, Portuguese, Indonesian, and Spanish, and Japanese, Turkish, and Italian, about three times more. All of these new creators are creating all kinds of new content. And the top category was education, which makes sense because we were stuck. And then society and culture, which also makes sense. And then arts and then business. Yeah, but see, I think that, you know, the society and culture, I was just Somebody, I think somebody in She Podcast, I think that they just posted this. It, it, it was, if it wasn't She Podcast, it was in another group where somebody is like, who has a show in society and culture? And I can guarantee that I would yes, say I just saw 90% so of our women have their show in society and, and culture because <laughs> really? it's like, it's the catch all. It's the catch all for everything. 
It's it literally. Society, wait, let's let's you and I define society and culture no, no, for no. a moment here. If you look at society and culture, not? in because you have to look at the way that it's broken down in Apple Podcasts. It has subcategories, and the subcategories are all the people that are in our group. I mean, that don't make it right, though, does it? It do, well. The-, the point is that, and, and then if you don't fit, let's say a book review podcast goes inside of society and culture because it doesn't fit anywhere else. Anything that is outside of business or sports, it's society and culture. I know, but that can't be right, though, right? Yes, it can. Everything is because there's no way to not put it in society. But listen, and listen. Documentary, personal journals, philosophy, places and travel, and relationships. I mean, which is all very the women are little group. should be going in there. But personal journal could be anything. That's what I'm saying. All the women in our group. Okay, but. What's ours? Ours is none of these. No, because it's it used to have its own category, which was taken away, but it's technology. Technology's here, but there's no subcategories. Yeah, the subcategory the subcategory used the, to be podcasting. We used to have that, but it's all gone. Yeah, yes, correct, right, okay. U.S. traffic grew 190% in 2020. Other countries saw much greater increases, including Turkey, Italy, Peru, and others. There's some overlap with the top language for uh, languages for new creation there. The explosive growth in audience and podcast creation has been playing out over a backdrop of increasing corporate competition and industry consolidation. So meaning they're buying each other and therefore, you know, the increase in whatever you understand what it means. Um, okay. <laughs> Spotify's share of unique devices downloading shows continues to grow. SiriusXM acquired the music streaming service Pandora and the ad tech provider AdsWiz in 2018. And since the company continues to expand its efforts in the podcasting market, they've also acquired Simplecast and Stitcher. Wow, that is those are big. Those are big moves. So they now have their own ginormous podcasting company that they just purchased like all like at Walgreens. They just like pick three companies (laughs) and now they're making their own podcast company. It's very weird. In the hardware store of podcast companies. Um, that was a weird analogy, but it fits, yeah. at least in my head. Expect the consolidation to accelerate as Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, Sirius, and EntercomRadio.com all assess their audio strategies and make additional acquisitions. They are continuing their investment and podcasting and the ecosystem is going to change as a result. Will we end up with an ecosystem more like on-demand TV where every media company has its own app and listeners need to juggle different platforms? Yes, that's my prediction. Will Amazon or other tech companies continue to invest to catch up to Spotify? Yes, but they will not be able to do it. How will independent producers and networks thrive in this era of corporate consolidation? They will not. We will go back to doing our own thing. We will have a YouTube of such, and then they can have their little Netflix and their Amazon and their Spotify and their SiriusXM. And it will finally separate the way it should have from the very beginning. Uh, Need I go on? Okay. Regardless of what happens on the corporate front of podcasting, the fundamentals of audio are strong around the world. More and more listeners are turning into podcast, tuning, not turning into, that would be weird. They're tuning into podcasts. More and more creators are starting them for the first time. More and more advertisers are exploring this space, which means there's more money flowing to creators and funding even more great shows. And this is a terrible, terrible thing to say because it doesn't apply in this case, but Shit rolls downhill. So if they're making more money, it means we're making more money. Although yeah. it's not shit. Shit was not the right term, but that's the term. Shit rolls downhill. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, oh, that's it. Maybe so that's it won't your... be as stinky. Let's hope. <laughs> well, 
what I see right now is with a lot of deplatforming and everything, people are taking and starting their own websites and they're putting stuff behind the paywall. So now, like if your your show used to listen to like five or six different shows, now if you want to go listen to everything, now it costs you eight dollars here, five dollars here, six dollars yeah. there, three dollars here, and it is significant in, on how much money you're going to want to put towards podcasting in the shows that you want to watch. Right now, I'm watching TV like it's 1970. I got rid of everything, and I only I have an antenna on my TV, and it is horrible because you got to be in front of the TV at the time the show comes on. I yeah. hate it. No, it's like it's it's Did really you? tough, but then I don't think that it's because of deplatforming type stuff, John. I think that everybody and their mother wants to have some kind of monetization model, and they're all going like, hey, I know. I'll I'll have a premium subscription yeah. as if it's the God. first time they've come up with it. Like what and ha- so what would happen if just one of them was innovative? I mean, would their fucking heads explode? Why can't one of them think outside the box one time instead well, of copying what that, everyone else is doing? What a fucking disaster. I don't think it's you know what it is? So I don't think that it. they're copying everybody else. I think that they just they literally I know this is sound son sound weird, but I think they really think they just came up with it. No, they don't. They're looking. No, they don't. They are researching every fucking industry to see how they all monetize and how they can apply it to this. Wait, and the who one are you that's winning, who's they? Wait, who do you think they is, and who do I think they is? Who's okay, they? I think they is the corporate like staff, the C level staff oh. at. Amazon, Spotify, Google, Sirius. They're thinking, okay, we're going to get into podcasting. This is going to be our global strategy. What do we do? How do we do it? How's it going to work? And then the underlings are going, well, we better figure out how the fuck this is going to work. Let's see what other people are doing. Oh, they're not doing anything either. What about TV? What about radio? What about newspaper? Uh, What about my foot? Like so you're like, yeah. so you're talking about that. I'm talking about our own people, like the everyday. Oh, our podcaster. people are geniuses. We're no, gonna no, no. Figure but it out our people are coming into this. Is, so, so your they and my they were different when we we're talking about this. What, okay, what I okay. keep seeing though is inside of our group, somebody's like, "Has have any of you ever done a membership model?" And I have 150. Um, you know, I have 1,500 downloads. Um, I'm wondering when I can start to. That's put different. this into play, right? Yes. And you're Those just like, wait a minute. people think they're thinking of it for the first time. Yes, I yeah. agree with you there. This is yes, what I'm do. saying. So then they I come in and they're it. like, oh my gosh, this is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to sell membership to my audience. Yep. And it's like, and they, and I think that they, they don't really see, and I think, and yeah, they don't see what it really actually takes for folks to be so invested in something to really want to pay for whatever it is. We are solving this problem. The majority of folks out there that are currently in Patreon and or membership or whatever are constantly fo- like solving this problem. You have to continually yes. offer a, a wonderful something that you can't get any, anywhere else. Yeah. You know, and even even the the ones that um John said he just quit or whatever, like he's just doing the TV stuff. Like think about Disney Plus, right? Disney Plus is doing their whole like WandaVision stuff. They're delivering yeah. this these new pieces of content that are coming out. HBO yeah. Max, the way that they're releasing the movies that are coming out and they're kind of keeping you keeping you hooked. Right? right, but there's one major difference between TV and radio. What radio? We're not talking radio. Audio. Okay, Okay. fine. There's one major difference between video and audio then, especially when it comes to major networks. And that is that 
our society outgrew the family experience of listening to audio in 1950. And we're not going back to that. So the video industry can thrive in that environment because it is still a huge part of our society to sit with family, to watch something, to talk about watching something on Facebook, to talk about it with each other, to recommend things to other people. And yes, on some level, we do that with podcasting, but podcasting does not have the shared watching family experience. Like we we don't share listen at the same time with people. We don't sit in a room the way we, you know, the way my grandparents right. used to sit in front of a radio and listen to shit. Like we don't do that. We are never going to do that. It's an individual experience. So people are going to have to pay for that stuff individually. That's it. I, I mean, they're, it's just different. I, I don't think that it's, we're never going to do that. I think that never. the the technology, <laughs> Hey, listen, Listen to Never. me. When it comes to like things like the talking lady boxes and stuff like that, there could be. Excuse me? A, My lady box is very quiet. <laughs> Doesn't talk. If it does, I'm not listening. How do you get a talking lady box? You got to pay big money. <laughs> but you know what I mean. When, does your lady really box sure speak English or Spanish? <laughs> What is a talk? I'm serious. I don't know what a talking lady box is. What are we talking about here? It doesn't matter. It's hilarious. I missed it. What the fuck is a talking lady box? I don't know what you're talking about either. I have no idea. Like Siri and Alexa. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you call talking lady box? Hold on. Alexa, are you a talking lady box? (laughs) She shut right off. She said, I'm not even answering that question. I don't even know. Wait, you Where? Guys, I thought the you were fuck? making fun of me. I'm like, that's totally what I call those things. When? When have great you ever said it? that to another human being? And did they know what you're referring to? We don't even have one here what? at home. We don't. <laughs> I got to tell you from now on, that's exactly what that thing's going to be called by me. It's going to be what? a talking lady talking box. Talking lady box. I, what couldn't have been the television. I know it's not my computer. I was like, what is talking to her? <laughs> I'll tell you what, that's got to be the the title of this episode, Talking Lady Box. <laughs> that's way too many boxes in our titles, though. We just had Elsie's Love Box. Jenny says, I can get you a book about it if your lady box is talking. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. If it's talking, we need to make it quieter. Listen, <laughs> doesn't it make sense, though? It's a talking yes, lady box. I get- it's a talking lady box. They're not even box-shaped. They're round. Most of them are <laughs> cylinders. Yeah, mine's a, the hockey puck, it looks like. <laughs> How do you know what shape lady, lady boxes box. are? They're not square. Oh, my God. What do you if mean my last episode box. of She Podcast? All the ones I've seen seem to be round. These and the <laughs> oh other ones. So, <laughs> so why is it called a love, like a box, you know, lady box? Why, why is, is it, it called a love box? It's... That's a whole different conversation. Lady love box no, no, is no. a whole different Love box like... is different than lady box. Right. Well, they're not. They're the same. Well, when I, okay, listen, but this is what I'm saying to you. You just said it's not even square. It's round. It is. Right. Meaning but Alexa. if you're saying a lady box or, or the love box, it's like not square. Correct. So why is so why that's this why is I what thought I'm you asking. meant okay this is why, why I thought you meant a vagina about the square and this is because you said lady box and the only thing that is ever referred to in my knowledge is vagina okay ever but what I'm saying is that it's not square correct oh right so, oh. so why are you saying 
Why are you bringing up oh, the box? Oh, I see. So why is it called round. So why is that a euphemism? A hat box is round. Why is taco a euphemism? I mean, I don't know. They just are. <laughs> it just is. Okay, but then... Maybe... <laughs> I mean, would you like a list of other euphemisms for no. vagina? None of them oh, make sense. That's not what I'm saying. No, I have okay, to look so, it up now. But now, no, 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 we're not looking it up. All I'm saying is that why would I, this, the talking label, <laughs> great, whatever, those machines, what are they called? Smart boxes then. Okay. Smart boxes. They're called smart speakers. Smart box is even funnier. Okay. If you think about it. Okay. Speaker. Then, all right. Wait. It's not a. I mean, why is it called? See, now honey I don't even pot. know what it's supposed to be called. It's not a honeypot, please. We're talking about uh, the things, and what were we talking about before we get off into this whole thing? I have no idea. Smart. Who spe- cares? Oh, we were talking about <laughs> pa- be- paying for. Oh yeah, people listening together. See now that makes sense. Wouldn't that be great? People listening together around. <laughs> I mean, the lady box. This the loud speaking lady box. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of box euphemisms. There's hot box, squeeze box. But I don't know why it's called a box if it's not. I don't know. Square. Why is it called a love tunnel? <laughs> why is it called? Well, that's a, a dip, but that makes sense. That's the shape. I mean, I guess. But Lady going Q. back to listening as a family, which is that's what we're talking about. Listening in togetherness. Right? Yes. Not this show today, but yes. <laughs> I, I don't think that's going to yes. happen because podcasting is a personal experience. In other words, but we're very personal. I don't think you're ever going to get a group podcast listen. Never. You Never. can to Okay. Not it in can the, be virtual. Not in droves. Not in droves. That said, though, even the watching together is morphing into other things. Because yesterday... I mean, I can I could barely get my daughters to sit down and watch a movie night without them also having their iPads. Like, we literally have to say, you need to leave those over there. We are going to watch this movie in front of your face. The big one, that's what everybody's watching, that one screen. Because yesterday, even Maymay and I were together while our Hunter and Daddy were doing their thing. And then so we were having dinner, they were having dinner, and then we were watching a movie. And I turn around and she's on her iPad. And I'm like, are you watching the movie? And she's like, yeah. I used like, to you hate are? when Emily did this to me. Okay. My kids did it to me the other night. We were watching the show. I hate that. It's so mean. And then 15 minutes into the show, they're like, what's happening here? I said, what's happening here is you're not paying attention. You're looking at your phone. That's what's happening that. here. So this I is what that. I'm saying. What you were just talking about, Jess, is that this is something that we are culturally doing, watching. And yes, I agree about that. But I also agree with, but it's also shifting and changing and no longer being what it is. It's not, no longer that one experience True. that we all had. But so that it's doesn't morphing. mean we're going to sit around a podcast. We are no, never, never, doesn't. ever going to go also back that, to that. Also, what is it that, that thing that I, I think I just, I was like, oh my gosh, absolutely 100%. Oh, I know now. You know how there's like when you buy the DVDs and you have the extra special features? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so everybody loves to watch the special features and behind the scenes. And then they have that whole like two-hour movie with the director's yeah. cut. Okay. Yeah. 
So you can actually do that via podcast. So instead of having it on the DVD, mm. you're watching the thing and then you subscribe to the podcast and you're like, oh my God, you yeah. get like the inside scoop of what's happening. It's such a better medium. But Elsie, we what? have had, we have, all right, relax. We have had conscious social media, <laughs> Facebook and Twitter since 2007. So that is say 13 years of time when people could have made the watching experience more social, oh more global, but they haven't. They've not done – unless you're on Twitter with a hashtag, that's the only way you can share those experiences across – what? My mom is watching. Oh, oh no. my God. <laughs> she just texted me. I'm sorry. Fuck. I'm sorry. Mrs. Escobar, I was a very good boy. I wasn't disrespectful. <gasps> look, at me. look at that! Look at what she texted me. She... <laughs> she, she's not wrong. You're way overdue for that at this point. I think. <laughs> sorry, mom. So sorry, mommy. <laughs> I will pray as well. I said all the bad <laughs> words. I was listing them. I'm so embarrassed. I would never do that in front of your mother, Elsie. Please forgive me. Please forgive apparently me, Elsie. Apparently you would. Please well, apparently you did it in front of like much more. Look at my mom's laughing. She's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is going to make a great cartoon. I love her parents I, so much. Mind you, I was just, I did not. I her was parents being... are the sweetest, most wonderful, <laughs> innocent, pure people in the world. And I just said, which is why I vagina. said, Fuck. why I said what I said, and then y'all went off in some other thing, and I'm like, what are we talking about? I thought I was being very clear, but, listen, but obviously you know what? If I, I was not. But listen, it wouldn't be it. It wouldn't be our show if I had to silence myself for someone's mother listening because I, you know, would be a different person. Than we I just am didn't now. know what you were talking about. We Wait. usually say the lady in the Shh. tube or the girl <laughs> in the. I, it, we just didn't understand. That's all. And then here, here we are. Oh, Patrick is like, "Hi, Elsie's mom." <laughs> just Mrs. Escobar, I think, is good, right? Anyway, oh, but back to the conversation of yes. so. So what I was saying is though about social interaction is like podcasting will never have that same shared social thing. Discussion, yes. Like, it does have discussion on social media, whether it's after or before, in blogs, whatever people talk about podcasts, but you're never going to get together at someone's house to listen to the next My Favorite Murder, the way we do the Oscars or the Emmys or okay, the way well, we used to do, like, movies on TV or, you know, I mean, Melrose Place in college was a big deal everyone went into the main room we had one room with a tv and the entire building would come down at 8 p.m or 9 p.m on thursday we would schedule our fucking classes around it so that we could watch melrose place with each other we're never doing that with podcasts we have we have outgrown it over 50 70 years now at this point we're not going back right. but I what mean, i'm saying I, is yeah. though if they wanted to make it a social experience it would be that already, but it's not. It's so why still are we a talking very, about this again? 
Because your monetization tools, because they can't use the same. Oh, they cannot right. use the same because video oh, okay. is just different. It's just, it's always going to be different. They're looking in the wrong place. They have to innovate or they're going to perish. And the reason I said deplatform is a South lot of Park. people went to YouTube and they were using YouTube and they were getting thousands, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars through advertising through YouTube. And then YouTube just said, hey, you know what? Demonetized. You're done. So now if they want to continue to talk about the subjects they talk about, they have to go off YouTube. They have to go build their own platform. And that's what they're doing. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it goes, but I know I'm right. Anyway. Okay. Pod woman. (laughs) I don't know that much about it. And I don't speak Spanish. Look, look, here. I'll try to read it, okay? What? I'm going to read you. Okay. I'm going to read you. The pod woman event? There's a pod woman event. Pod woman. El prime evento. De podcasting de mujeres en español. El próximo 6 de marzo se celebrará la primera edición de Podwoman, el primer evento de podcasting en español dedicado a las mujeres. 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 Producido por Icos Media. En el participarán las principales podcasters del Paranormal Nacional, algunas invitadas internacionales. The only thing that could be worse than this is if I did that. Okay. So, I know. I'm so not even a, trying. This is like, it's sort of like a mini, like, just birthed she podcasts, right? So they're like, this is the very first online virtual event it like that started in Spain called Pod Woman. So it's the first virtual event about like focusing or dedicated to women uh, and podcasting, women and podcasting. And it is going to happen the 6th of March, 2021. Um, you can sign up for it. And there are going to be very many people involved, including me. Yay. And some of the most, uh, some of the participants here that is, um, over 30 folks in there. They, these, I'm just going to mention the folks. Monica de la Fuente from Podcast Madresfera. Martina Castro, yay, from Adonde Media. Tonia Mafeo from Spreaker and Voxnest. Maria Jesus Espinosa de los Monteros the, from Podium Studios. Cristina Mitre uh, Idoia Cantoya de Podemo. And then me. From uh, she podcast in Lipson, and then Lori Martinez from Mija Ochenta Podcasts, Catalina May de las Raras, y Camila Segura de Radio Ambulante. So it is the objective of Podwoman is to analyze the reality of podcasting with uh, a look from the feminine eye, as in like how to be get more visible and how to put more value in our work and within women and processes and production and all of that stuff so there will be a link in the show notes yay all right i think we can wrap it up it's been a very eventful episode oh my god <clears throat> yes it has i thought we set a record with markers from the last episode but this one holy cow. well you're gonna have to I mean, cut when i started talking and i bored myself because i'm sure that people are bored so you're gonna have to <laughs> I mean, you're going to you have write to write like, down when you were bored, John. I'm just wondering. I don't know. <laughs> I perked right up when she said lady box, though. Uh huh. Me too. Hey, what did I? I even forgot what I called it, by the way. 
You called it Talking Lady Box. I will never forget what you called it. No, it doesn't. Okay. That makes sense to me. I'm naming it that from now on. Oh, God. Maybe that should be one of the panel names for our Forestry Podcast Live when they're talking about, like, Alexa and, like, smart speakers. Can you imagine? that I can get behind. How to get your podcast in the talking lady box. (laughs) That I can get behind. (laughs) How was I? Uh, That's funny. It made sense to me. You guys were, had your brains in the gutter. That's good, I didn't honey. I, I didn't know what you were talking about. I just wanted a clarification. That's all. <laughs> then all hell broke loose. Well, because it shouldn't be talking. That's all. It should be very quiet. It shouldn't be reaching out in desperation for any reason. Well, if it's plugged into the wall, it can. Oh, oh you know what? Look, Patrick <sighs> Keller has a different voice. Ooh, in his I want box. that. Yeah, you can yeah, change Jenny, the that voice. is your session. Jenny's session is going to be called Talking Lady Box. We're going to change her application. <laughs> that's right. And that's what we'll call it. I yeah. think that's a good idea. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening to She Podcast today. If you want any of the links we talked about, you can go to ShePodcast.com um, for the show notes, as well as timestamp, as well as anything else you might need on there. Maybe to buy a ticket to She Podcast Live, or maybe to sign up for the Super Squad. Your choice. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at She Podcasts. You can also text us my.community.com forward slash She Podcasts and text the word hello when you get there to um, get on our text list so you don't miss anything that we have to say, specifically Elsie, because she's hogging the platform. Yeah, don't forget to sign up for PodFest. Go to um, ShePodcast.com forward slash PodFest Global to get a free ticket. Use the code ShePodcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We love you. Mean it. Bye.